On this week's The Tony Awards, we are giving you a very special episode. This very special episode is very special because (laughs) it is about United States of Terra, prolific work of television entertainment. Please enjoy our six-part series on this very special TV show. (laughs) Thank you. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. Victoria Villiers. Yay! Yay! And today, <laughs> we are talking about United States of Terror, released in 2009, the first half of season one, episodes one through six, created by Diablo Cody, about a suburban mom with multiple personalities. Uh, three of which we see in these episodes. T, who is a 16-year-old slut. Buck, who's a hillbilly Vietnam vet. Alice, who's a Stepford wife. And a little bit of this feral personality that is later known as Gimme. Love Gimme. We can just jump right into it. There is this narrative device, I guess you could call it, that's in this first season that kind of disappears Uh in the later ones of Tara's vlogs that she does uh, right before she descends into an alternate personality or sometimes the personalities themselves will record videos of themselves Uh that basically only exist for exposition purposes. Right. I wonder why they stopped doing it, but I feel like it was very helpful for the first season. Yeah, I think it's just because there was no more exposition after that. Right. Plus, well, I'm not going to spoil season two, but I guess it kind of they need it less, yeah. Essentially, after later on, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of those one of those first season weirdness type things, yeah. like Sex and the City. They had like cutaway camera interviews in the first season, oh yeah, really randomly, oh. and those made no sense. Um, but I guess they're fun. It's so interesting to see um, the sort of things that I guess were brought up in the pilot specifically as potential, like groundwork to be laid for future things that later ended up not happening yeah uh like charmaine hitting on tara's husband yeah that was so weird weird. i I noticed that too like i always i wrote they totally wanted them to cheat together but then eventually it would have become it would have been too dark because they made her like more lovable yeah. Yeah. Actually, I know a lot of people who have watched the show who don't like Charmaine at all. I don't. Do you like not her. like her at all? <gasps> you still don't. I mean, rewatching it, I was like, okay, I get it, but I just, I, my heart doesn't warm up to her until it like, takes like way later. Yeah. Charmaine is a personal favorite of mine and Sam's. Yeah. I think I used to get into fights with Amanda Kennedy because she really, really loved Tara's husband Max, who I. <sighs> hated like season one it's so hard because the characters are so different throughout the seasons season one max i'm like okay Mm -hmm. um he's a pretty good husband by like season two or three i'm like i'm done with you yeah i think like it's hard for me to be anything but indifferent to max yeah he's just kind of there and he He has his moments he's a good dad he's a pretty good husband sometimes yeah i like that um There was this sort of thing that's established very well throughout the pilot of a sort of everyday quality to uh, what's going on, which I think is kind of why Diablo Cody was the perfect person to Mm -hmm. tell this story. Mm -hmm. It's never really like, um, it's not really depicted as something like scary. Yeah. Yeah. The stakes are like, they're not low, but they're like perfectly... It's really, I really haven't seen a lot of shows that have this kind of tone. Yeah, especially with regard to mental illness. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, it's super casual, but at the same time, it's it feels kind of dangerous in that way. Because the things that do happen that are bad are treated the way you would actually handle them. Like, yeah. with, with humor, with like... Yeah, at like minute seven, Charmaine shows up um, and says... Clearly, I've stepped into the middle of a family crisis, mm-hmm. and Marshall, uh, the son, who's like 13 years old and gay and into film, says it's not a crisis, which I thought was very, I think that, that was a very good moment to uh, put that in, Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of setting the tone. Yeah, I um, I really think that is a good explanation of it, because it's like, they have 
I don't know. I guess in these just just in these first six episodes, nothing hugely dramatic happens. But I guess the whole point of the show is that anything could at any moment. Yeah. Like, so that's yeah. kind of how they get away with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, do we want to like talk about the characters? Yeah. How do we want to do this? Because we're covering like like three hours of. Well, Tara has Tara and Max mm-hmm. have two children. Mm-hmm. Kate. Played by Brie Larson. Oh, yeah. Oscar and, Award winner Brie Larson. Yeah, and um, Marshall, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Marshmallow. I do yes. like the family nicknames that they Moosh. have. I yeah. love yeah. Um, And Katie, Morning After Pill that T got. Oh, is that like... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the inciting incident. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. In the pilot. Tara is talking with the vlog, and she says, I can't micromanage my daughter's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, then she transitions, what she calls it, which I heard that, okay, this is, I don't really want to talk about DID that much in real life, but I, I all I know is that sometimes um, it's a very complicated disorder that is fictionalized for the show, or yeah. in a way where it's like heightened in certain aspects, um, and then I just know that I don't think in the actual case of DID they call... Um, they call it transitioning. I, I've seen like a few Tumblr posts being <clears throat> like, I have DID, I just started United States of Terra. It really annoys me that they say transitioning. Yeah, but I get, what is the word for it? I don't know. Maybe they haven't decided on a collective one, so it's not like, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I also I think, that. think that um, with regard to using the like Tumblr posts and blogs I've read of people with DID, um, the switches aren't as drastic mm-hmm. as they are on this show. Um, it's more of a, it, it's more low key. So I think that transitioning as a word might lend it some sort of bigness drama that doesn't theatricality yeah, that doesn't really yeah. Plus like... for this first season at least, there's a lot of like wardrobe changing and like huge character differences yeah. like they're yeah. like Buck's left handed and Alice knows how to play the piano and it's like these things make no sense Yeah, but <laughs> it helps to like convey the and honestly people were a little bit there's some I think there's some criticism about how a little the characters are so campy like the altars are so like oh mm, yeah so caricature yeah. in a way as opposed mm-hmm. to a show like Orphan Black where they're like she's plays clones and they're fully different people yeah um I think that's kind of the, the intention though because it's like yeah they're supposed to be weird and like they're not they're supposed to have these like extreme eccentricities yeah they're not like they're characters but they're not we're not supposed to be like initially following their like yeah point of view they're like facets of Tara basically yeah yeah, definitely. Um, Who's your um, favorite altar in this? In the in this. Spoiler book. alert! There's um, probably more. There's three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that honestly, in in the beginning, all of the altars are pretty unlikable. True. Um, I think that I would have the most sympathy for T, yeah. just because she seems the closest to Tara. Mm-hmm. it's speculated I think in a later season like later on season one that it might be her memory of what she was like as a teenager mm. oh and that would be weird even if Tara I, was like I know, teenager. I know. but uh even then there's like T's whole thing is that like she's a slut uh, yeah. But then later on, when I hate you for not fucking me. Yeah. yeah. But then, but then, <laughs> but then later on, when Max is about to um, sleep with her in the motel, she very clearly like doesn't want to, which I think lends some depth mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily afforded to Buck and Alice. Sure, I think T is the most developed this season, at least. Yeah. Um, which is weird because she she basically mm, disappears. She pretty mm-hmm. much disappears season three. What about you, Victoria? Um, I have to say T. I really mm-hmm. dislike Buck. Like I yeah. really, me too. especially at the beginning, he's really he fu- he fully he's he's a full pedophile and a yeah. homophobe and like just a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> he grabs Kate's like friends <laughs> ass. ass. But it's so funny because she goes, "Hi, Mrs. Gregson." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was Buck my is, favorite line. Really. I think they wanted Buck to be more of a villain at the beginning yeah before outside forces become more villainous later it makes mm-hmm. more sense to have like 
an alter be the bad guy, or all of them kind of collectively yeah. be the bad guy. Yeah, Marshall and Max seem pretty scared of Buck. Absolutely. Yeah, Max seems ridiculously scared of Buck in his first scene. Yeah, it's so weird. He's like, "Hey, uh-huh. buddy, um, what's going on?" <laughs> and he's not scared of any of them. Yeah, it, it was an interesting choice for John. There Carlos is a very scary moment with Alice that happens at one point when she's talking to Marshall in his room, oh. and she's like. If things go according to my plan, I'll be here all the time. Yeah. And Marshall is just like, oh. And that's like fully dropped, isn't it? Fully dropped. <laughs> it would be an interesting idea, though. It is kind of like, I guess, a character trait of Alice's that, yeah. where, whereas the other alters don't see the other characters, um, like Alice very much sees Marshall and Kate as her children and yeah. Max as her husband. And she wants to have another baby. Yeah, yeah. whereas T and Buck really see themselves as fully separate from yeah. that whole family. Yeah. I think actually I just had a wild theory. I feel like T might have been based on Tara's perception of Charmaine as a teenager. Oh, I, I can think see that, that. I saw a Tumblr post like that. That's I can kind see of, that. Because she was probably a little more... Like, but why is she named T then? Um. Well, I don't know. Ask Diablo. <laughs> I honestly think T is a dumb name for her anyway, but... Yeah. Like, it could have been, like... <laughs> Wait. Sorry. There's a line in the pilot where Marshall says, Aunt Charmaine is a hose beast. I know. And I just Googled hose beast, and Google told me that a hose beast is an objectionable woman. Objectionable? <laughs> well, I feel like Charmaine, though, is initially not portrayed in, like, a slutty kind of like deadbeat kind of way that she becomes in the next couple of episodes yeah she's really first, not she's wearing like heels and like a i don't think they had any idea what they were gonna do with her the first episode they really didn't yeah. i heard that um diablo wrote her in to be a voice oh, right. for the skeptics and okay. she was supposed to just kind of be a much more supporting character yeah yeah than she is eventually Mm-hmm. I saw growth from like I rewatching <clears throat> it from the pilot. I was like, okay, I get why Charmaine is there, like yeah. for the and like continue with the season. I was like, okay, well, I I didn't like Charmaine, and Charmaine is not my favorite, but I've grown to like her because of like I have four sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm the fifth and youngest, oh, wow. and I understand mm-hmm. that that really like catty sister relationship <laughs> where yeah. you just like purposefully like fuck with the other one to see how far you can get. And that's what Charmaine, like, watching her is like, I get why you exist in yeah. this world. Like, yeah. And their keeping... relationship is so cute, too. Yeah, it's I'm like, it's so... sisters, this is how sisters are. It's just so much when they're at the mall and those, like, PTA moms <laughs> show know. up and just go, like, microaggression city on Tara. Yeah. I'm like, I've been thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Charmaine tells them off then takes Tara away. And for a minute, you're like, yeah, Charmaine, yeah. But then Charmaine just yells at Tara. Yeah. And that, I think, really was sort of the epitome of their relationship in mm-hmm. season one. Mm-hmm. I um, I want to talk a little bit about the pilot, just because there's a few things that... Um, speaking of dropping storylines, Kate's dance career. Oh, yeah. She only dances once in the pilot. Yeah. And that's it. She's dating a guy who uses the word kawaii and has samurai knots. She's dating yeah. a weeboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. But I love that yeah. they picked... Um, like an anime kid, like genre for genre, that's not the right word. Oh but yeah, for this no. for Kate and for him because those guys were one hundred percent always everywhere. Like, all the, all the anime kids that I knew in high school were, like, the seniors fucking freshmen and mm-hmm. being, like, super, super creepy towards them. But I just feel like that's, a that's like, a, a subgroup that I have not seen in real life in a while. And I kind of yeah. was nostalgic seeing, like, anime yeah. kids because I was, like, oh my, I mean, I went to an arts high, middle and high school, so I feel like that was just my main. That was, <laughs> they were very prominent yeah. <laughs> in my school. Yeah. I'm friends with them. I was never, like, into anime, but I, I, I relate to the experience. I had to pretend to like anime so that my, to please my friends in middle school. Oh, um, wow. I had to pretend to like, um, The Fray and Coldplay. <laughs> what did you have to pretend to like? Um, oh, I can't, I think it was, like, Jordans, something so stupid. <laughs> I went to a specialized high school. It was really awful. Oh, my God, what kind, what? Law enforcement and public safety. So we studied oh, criminology wow. and forensic science. That's cool, though. Wow. Yeah, we had, like, a, a, a built-in uh, court on, like, the fifth floor of our building. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so you, God. like, graduated with a law degree from high school. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> anything. I hated it all, but... 
yeah, I had to pretend to like I pretended to be like a sneakerhead to like be in only in crowd. What do you do as a sneakerhead? Like, what is the main pastime? You, you buy shoes. Yeah, you like you most of my <laughs> most of my classmates. They would skip class in order. <laughs> <laughs> to go and like get like the latest sneakers. Oh my god! But like I'm from New York, so like that's like a thing that like New yeah. Yorkers do, is, or like high yeah. schoolers is like I'm gonna skip like oh, gym like, for two periods. Is that what all those people right. waiting in li- random lines in Soho is about? All the yeah, time? like there's like okay. a Supreme. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I used to work down Wait, there. Wait, where in New York are you from? Queens. Oh, where in Queens? Uh, Queens Village. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mom grew up in Astoria. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. What did you wait in lines for in I, high school? Like, nothing. Really? I waited in line for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I waited in line for I skipped for, for lunch. Mm. I skipped the line for mm. lunch. Nice. Yeah. As a rule follower. Um, That's okay. I yeah. want to bring up, in the pilot, there's this moment where T uh, tells Kate that lip gloss makes you look porno mm-hmm. and then the camera pushes in on Kate when she's going really and it's like really? so <clears throat> dramatic <laughs> she wants to look porno so bad I oh my god also in the pilot there's I was watching it with subtitles I don't know why I just was. I do that too I just sometimes I can't stop but um in the back I'm glad I was because in the background of like when Kate's running around in backstage of her dance there's literally background dialogue girls who are not seen and the dialogue is hey bitch hey slut waffle (laughs) (laughs) and i love i remember using words like slut waffle in high school a lot i felt like it was a it was a good time (laughs) yeah re-watching this really made me realize how grateful i am that brie larson was cast as kate Uh uh-huh i feel like any other actress would have been insufferable i can't imagine anyone else she is this character yeah I mean, they all are. I honestly love... I think the cast is so... This is such a good cast. Yeah. The family, their dynamic. Yeah. I had a teacher in high school who <clears> said <throat> that his, like, measure of who should win an Oscar is if you could imagine any other actor playing that character. Uh-huh. And everybody on this show deserves an Emmy, including Buster Bluth playing... <laughs> Tony Hale. Uh, <laughs> playing oral... Uh, um, oh, God. Mr. Gershinov. Oral Gershinov. Oral yeah. Gershinov. That, the... So funny. The scene where Max goes to visit Marshall's teacher, who has... I I didn't get the stakes of that scene. They were like, we're going to do a man-on-man thing where... There's just a flashback <laughs> of Marshall saying in his English class that this guy's walking stick in a novel symbolized his erection, mm-hmm. and the teacher saying that's inappropriate. And then Max is like, I'm going to talk to him man on man about this. And it's like, that's not a problem. Well, yeah. it's just because... Um, Wasn't the teacher, like, picking on him all the time? or? Yeah, I guess. I think that's kind of implied, but not But it's really not shown in a different shown. way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not like Marshall's phased by it, really. Marshall... I guess it's his grades are slipping or something, maybe. Yeah, but that wasn't really depicted either. Yeah. But... The scene where Max goes to visit the teacher and then Alice shows up. Well, because they didn't want Tara to get involved. Yeah. Because she's basically poisoned at the school. I guess because she beat up a kid on the campus. But they all did. Yeah. They all beat up Marshall beat up a kid as well. They all beat up Kate's boyfriend. Benjamin. Benjamin. (laughs) Who has, with no ramifications. Yeah. Yeah. I am Buck and I will fuck you sideways. Obviously needs to be said. Uh. That's the line. Perfect line. Perfect line. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so Alice shows up and, like... Yeah, so Alice shows up and she's, um... It's time to start loving Oral. (laughs) (laughs) I need to say that the subtitle for Alice's baking montage just says dainty music. (laughs) And we've already mentioned this, but Alice, as a character and performance, is pretty much lifted wholesale from her role in The Hours. Yes. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> Which I spent this whole three hours waiting for her to have a lesbian experience. Like she Alice. did in the hours. Yeah. You know she didn't. Yeah. I know, but I but I wanted it to happen. Maybe if I watched Tara one more time, Alice will be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't have a lesbian um, altar. No. She does There could not. have been potential, though. Well, actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. There is a whole thing later. Oh, yeah, well, Buck is a guy, though. Yeah, but there's mm. a whole, like, girlfriend involved, yeah. is what I'm saying. Okay. In a later season, Buck 
has a whole girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Who I love. I can't wait to get there. But we're on season time. one now. Actually, I like season one a lot. I, I think season two is my favorite season, but rewatching this was, like, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the friend, well, the relationship between Kate and Martin. Yeah. Marshall. I think that was really sweet. Um, and, like, they never, from, like, the first, was it Buck or it was, like, Charmaine? It was someone who was just, oh, it was, like, the parents, when the parents come in town, they're like, aren't you a lady killer? Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> Kate goes, yeah, like a Kevin Spacey. There's like lines. There's there's lines in in the show that watching it now, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't know, I got like chills or it's just like really like eek. And the fact that she like wants wasn't it a thing at the time when they wrote the show that they mentioned like Marshall was gay, but like they were trying to make not a big deal about it at Mm -hmm. all. And like everybody knew, but there was never like a yeah. But, I mean, later on, he has this weird coming out storyline in season out. two. But I actually wanted to do a little fun fact here. I, um, the reason I actually ever heard about the show in the first place was because I used to watch, in, like, 2009 when it came out, I used to watch, like, YouTube compilations of, like, Marshall's Story Part 3. And it was because I was, like, <laughs> relating to him a lot because mm-hmm. I, I was, like, a, at the time it was, like, this whole, like, I was, like, I don't want to be seen as, like, effeminate gay I mean obviously there's a lot of problems with that but at the time Mm -hmm. I related a lot to him because he was not presenting in a certain way that I felt I related to yeah if that makes sense I think it's important to show that like journey as well Mm -hmm. I mean characters can't be woke all the time no yeah people aren't woke all the time yeah yeah especially in Kansas in 2009 yeah oh my god Kate says ass pirate and (laughs) She said, oh, she's like, what are we eating? These ghetto Cheerios. And I, just, <laughs> I know, that was They come great. in a bag. <laughs> yeah. Tara's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, There's a MySpace bulletin that oh I thought was yeah, really, really tease, fun. MySpace. He posts a MySpace bulletin. She sticks gum on the computer. Yes. <laughs> so gross. Or later I, when she's talking about Tupac being alive. And yeah. it's like a fully she's close like, up face of like of her teeth <laughs> she's like I saw him <laughs> yeah no, he posts the MySpace bulletin about how dairy makes you throw, grow a third nipple <laughs> and she was right I uh, have 16 <laughs> nipples because I can't stop drinking milk um I love when wait we're still talking about I don't know what I was going on we can talk about whatever we want yeah I know I'm trying to think about this whole first six episodes I love the um well, so Kate decides to escape the family by getting a job mm-hmm. at essentially a fictional, oh, and she's immediate- like, TJ Fridays. Immediately predated upon by, by Jean, Stewart. Jean Stewart, played by Nate Cordry, who... Jean Stewart is such an iconic character. He's such... He's the most iconic creep I have ever seen, and he has played so well. I'm that yeah. actor... There is not a single opportunity for creepiness that... He, that he lets pass by. No, mm-hmm. Not at all. And it is just so weird. Well, first of all, Kate's supposed to be like 15. Yeah. She's clearly not because in season two, she's 19. But we can get to that later. She um, keeps, yeah, the age keeps, keeps jumping around. But, but they were married for 19 years, but she had her when she was 20. Yeah. And Tara's also like 35. Yeah. I really don't think <laughs> that I tried Dia- to do the math. Diablo Cody doesn't give a fuck I about I also time. don't think, I think Marshall's age stays pretty consistent. He seems like he's yeah. 14 to 16, mm-hmm. like the whole show. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. But Kate, it doesn't matter. But anyway, so that, but then. Kate, the fact, I think, though, like, drops out and then gets her GED. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that she keeps um, getting predated upon is, I think, irrelevant to this conversation of how old she is at any given time because I don't really know how old Gene Stewart's supposed to be obviously Mm. it's fucked up I'm not defending his creepiness but I'm just saying I just have no idea how old Kate is yeah (laughs) so it's kind of like all we know is that Kate is in high school and Gene Stewart worked at Ground Zero 9-11 oh right (laughs) okay so worked at the Ground Zero what is it Barnaby's on 9-11 as soon as Kate gets hired he takes her into his (laughs) office they smoke Yes. They, they smoke in his office, which he he only has fuck. he only has one match, <laughs> so he lights his own cigarette. Then says, "Guess we have to monkey fuck," and has her like 
stick the edge of her cigarette to the edge of his cigarette and it's very and she's so turned on she's so turned on <laughs> and he says like this is something i show to every new employee he takes out a barnaby's visor that's like covered in dust <laughs> Like ash, I guess. Like ash. It's in like a shoebox. And he's like, and he's like, I worked at the Ground Zero Barnaby's on 9/11. Shit got real. And, and tells this whole story. Yeah. It later turns out that he was like in Florida at the time. And then she goes, "Did anyone die?" And he goes, "Sure as hell could have." <laughs> it's like such a genius scene. It's the most brilliant, brilliant thing. There's a scene like later on where he like kind of comes up behind her like from a distance. Uh-huh. You see him in the background and his one like pointer finger is just like <laughs> like traveling down the corner of the wall before oh he's like you're not the girl I thought you were kitty. <laughs> oh my god. I love her like friend her work friend. Yeah. Who comes to her party? Oh, mm-hmm. Jean's going to love you. <laughs> And then, oh my god, the, um, let's just finish talking about Gene Stewart then, I guess, because we can yeah. do storylines, mm-hmm. but then he, uh, like, um, invites her to his apartment, his other genius scene, where he's like, can I get you, like, a beer or something? And she goes, sure. He goes, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, he, has a, he has a roommate yeah. who's a manager of, like, another TGI Fridays, which is how he introduces him. And the Barnaby's. guy goes... The, the, the guy goes, right now I'm just a guy watching Battlestar. As he sits on a chair holding the television remote in his hand. Oh my god. And then they go in his room and then he sings a song. He plays the electric guitar without it being hooked up to anything. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like anything. It's just him singing while like a string uh-huh. like is plucked and then he whips out the machine he whips out a handmade vibrator (laughs) with like so many tubes (laughs) so many different parts of it he goes don't worry it's for me and kate immediately (laughs) also earlier he mentions another one of his inventions i don't remember what it was it was um oh my god at certain point he's like it's one of my inventions i don't even know what it was it's like a yeah it's like a book light or something (laughs) yeah gene stewart is something else um, what other storylines are there? There's, well, Marshall's storyline. Do we want to do Yepika or do we want to no, do Marshall? No, we first? can do Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, what he is Marshall's storyline? He's this freaky little oh, friend right. who is later replaced by Zaja Mamet. But oh, this girl with glasses girl who dresses like she's in the always. 50s. <laughs> what is that? All of her, she she's on like Xanax like all oh, the time. Yeah. All of her lines, she's oh, just yeah. like, I can't stand these conservative bed writers. And she's like, <laughs> Grease is a horrible musical. I hope I get Sandy. I know, yeah. but she's cute. I kind of love her. Yeah. You should have played that role. I really should have, <laughs> and I'm offended that they. And didn't you wouldn't ask have me. been recast as Sasha Mamet. I think I would have. Well, mm. maybe it's 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 Sasha. Yeah, but it was 2010. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway. I was about to say, the minute I get braces, I'm recast with Sasha Mamet. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I thought it was cute when she said she wanted to be Sandy. Yeah. 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 And then they had that girl singing, and I'm telling you. Oh, that oh. cracked me up. <laughs> so good. It's like off, it was like off pitch. So good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he has a crush on, that's his story, and he has a crush on was Jason he... Morio. Yeah. Yeah. Who does not like Santana. His dad <laughs> gave him that shirt. Yeah. Marshall spends the whole night Googling Santana. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cute. I thought it was. It's really cute. He looks so much older than Marshall, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like the actor was at least like 19. That's one of the mm. Lawrence brothers. Like, you remember Joey Lawrence and like. What? No. Matt Lawrence. No. They were like. Maybe. They, they were like. They were like big on Disney. He's one of them? Yeah. Oh. I think he's like the youngest. Was it like. What era of Disney was it though? Was it like. Lizzie McGuire? Yeah. Okay, so it was a little. They have like before. A, a movie. Like decoms. All, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Like the late 90s decoms. In modern thing. day United States of Terra, Jason is played by Logan Paul. Ew. Oh, that's no, gross. that is not true. He's <laughs> Although played I can by... see. If we're talking in terms of brothers on the Disney Channel. <laughs> He's not on Disney Channel. I yeah, Logan and Jake YouTube. Paul were. No, they had like they, they had like Disney Channel shows. But oh, really? I think that one of them got fired from the Disney Channel because of being problematic. Oh, God. Wow. You really have to work hard to do that. I know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so well, Marshall. Well, Demi Lovato got fired for, like, 
not being sober, which was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Um, so Marshall, in a quest to get to know his crush, ends up, um, auditioning to be in a hell house, (laughs) which is a haunted house run by an evangelical church meant to, like, scare you straight. Yeah. Yeah. Which... I, I watched a documentary <laughs> about yeah. um, hell houses like earlier this year and there's this scene where this guy is like taking you inside the like club scene of the hell house and he's like all right here on this floor uh we spray painted a pentagram and the camera pans down to a star of david on the ground oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> wait this is real yeah wow. yeah this is actually a pretty um boundary pushing i think for the when it came out like oh yeah discussing this because evangelical shit like this was not like widely mocked before Mm -hmm. i think especially in like the midwest so like i remember hearing about them i didn't i I didn't know that that i didn't know that hell houses existed until sean jenny did a presentation about it in our freshman year of college really i didn't i mean i did like i lived in like basically kansas for like three years when i was six like i lived 30 minutes from the kansas border so a lot of people mm. are very creepy and weird and mm. don't know a lot of thing uh things about out there i mean that is where yeah. the Westboro Baptist church is yeah uh, so, oh yeah that is true right yeah yeah very kansan yeah. you can correct my mother but, <laughs> i don't know where um but what's 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 the crush's name jason uh, jason is like yeah like you like I yeah like there's like this theater thing it's like really like um experimental, experimental. <laughs> I have that like Mary Mary yeah. to the Hell House. Okay, Jason like portraying himself as like an experimentalist. I know, and he's the pastor's kid. Yeah, yeah, he's the pastor's kid. God. It's so funny, and then. When Marshall shows up with, like, the bee stings, and he's like, oh, oh you're so, so cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he gets the bee stings. I yeah. was triggered by Tony Collette's child having an EpiPen attack, or having a need of an EpiPen. <gasps> oh, my God. In a post-hereditary world. Um, did you see it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, no, and she's not even there. Oh, no, he's gonna die. <laughs> but I know he doesn't. It's okay, because John Corbett was there instead of Alex Wolf. Yeah. Right. But he lost Thank the God. EpiPen. He lost his EpiPen. And then he got in trouble because he was like, well, you're going to yell at me because I lost the damn EpiPen. Well, he sh- yeah, she should have been mad at him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's your son. And yeah. she's like, what are you going to do? Bring up the fact that I burned Kate when I was, <laughs> when I was tea and I, uh, when she was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you did. She, he, she in, in one single breath, launches into the most, like, elaborate description. She's like, oh, what, are you going to read your laundry list of the time that I was T and Kate was just learning to crawl and T left the iron on and Kate got burned and then her blisters kept on opening up because she was learning to crawl? That's true. That's the whole thing. like, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I feel like she probably had to memorize it in list form because she wouldn't remember. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I mean... It's an interesting point because apparently T, at least, I think they imply later that T's been around the longest because it's the most directly related to, like, whatever traumatized her, probably. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering how long they really have known what she has. Because also, obviously, it's an exposition fluke, but Charmaine coming in at the beginning and, like, who is this? Yeah. You've known (laughs) T the longest. You're so annoying. Yeah. But Charmaine doesn't even believe it's real. Yeah. Yeah. There's also, um, later on, I forget which season it's revealed in, but it's implied that Tara has had alters for longer than anybody knew. Because mm. her roommate says, like, oh, sometimes Tara would just randomly become super slutty and make us call her tea. And Max right. and, and Max is like, oh! Because they thought it happened after whatever happened. happened yeah. yeah. Which is, but it, but then it's... Spoiler, it didn't happen in these episodes, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically they all think she had, like, um, she was assaulted in, in boarding school. And then after that was when the altars came out. That's yeah. the conclusion they've come to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By and, season three, it turns out that it was much earlier. Yeah. And yeah. her um, uh, therapist is is a character. Yes. Dr. Ocean. Dr. Ocean. She's also on Desperate Housewives. She's yes. one of those actresses who, whenever I see her in something, it takes me a half hour to realize what yeah. I know her from. But she's um, in Desperate Housewives. She's like Doesn't... the first wife of Kyle MacLachlan. 
yes. in the same season. Yes. And she was the best friend of Lori Metcalf. And part oh, of the reason she right. shoots up the grocery store. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I love like that show. That's like such a What yeah. Tara I'm was missing, <laughs> what United States of Tara was missing was an episode where Lori Metcalf shoots up a grocery store. It really would have sealed the deal, I think. Lori Metcalf <laughs> shooting up a grocery store, I think, is like top ten episodes of television ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And she kills the most annoying character. Edie, right? No. She kills... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> How dare you call Edie the most annoying character? She kills, um... That that horrible girl's mom. Tom's, like... Uh, Tom's, like, ex. Ex. Uh, who, like, has the baby with him. And okay. I forgot that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, is there anything else that we want to say about the Jason subplot? Um, it gets more interesting later. Yeah. Yeah. I like when they're all, like you were saying, uh, writhing on the ground, like shirtless. Yeah. As, as victims, <laughs> yeah. but they're having, like, so much fun. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I like how um there was, like, a wide shot of all of them, and you could really tell that Kara Gilchrist was kind of the only person who was really, like, an actor, because... Mm. There's one kid who's just waving one arm around right. <laughs> on the floor. I know. I would. What a fun background gig that would yeah. be. Oh my god. Anything on this show, really? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Dai Yuppie Kung. I do mm-hmm. too. Tara is commissioned to. Uh, so she's paint. an artist. I don't think we she's, said that. She, yet. She's <laughs> an artist. She paints murals. She's for always people. an artist in things. She is. She's always making. She's miniatures. making tiny houses in Hereditary. Oh. And in season two of Tara. Oh, that's right. Super weird. Yeah. I do not like serendipitous. These so Charmaine, <laughs> who is involved in a pyramid scheme, um, oh, of vita- yeah, there you go. Of selling vitamins. Uh, like, well, the world has not changed. I know. In the past, like ten years, Charmaine's like She's an influencer. boss, yeah. pretty much commissions Tara to paint a mural for Tiffany her. Tiffany St. John. She's played by Jessica St. Clair, who is an improv legend. Really? Yeah. She her like background is in improv. She was a big like UCB person. She's hilarious. I feel like I've She's seen her so on like VH One's like best day ever or best week ever. They used to have these segments like yeah every week where it was just like all these comedians that I now see are like on having podcasts and like mm-hmm. hosting stuff. They were on that, and she was one of the like actresses or like comedians on the show. She's yeah. very familiar. She's so funny. She's so she, funny. When... She is one of those characters who kind of exists to um, j- she's just a microaggression machine, but mm-hmm. in a way that is kind of forgivable because she does bring a sort of like you can tell that she really means it and that she's really and trying she's, like, to connect genuine. with Tara. Yeah. yeah, she's really genuine. She's like the fakest genuine person. Yeah, mm-hmm. she. My favorite line that she has is she's like. How many different selves do we all need yeah. to have? Like, I'm work Tiffany. I'm sexy Tiffany. I'm dog owner Tiffany. Tara's just like, yeah. You're right. Yeah. And then when she finds out that, um, well, first of all, the mural they're making is god awful. <laughs> um, but when Tara finds out that Charmaine, like, oh, yeah. Told her about her disorder, and then she's like, I was molested. <laughs> and then Charmaine just like, embracing yeah. her crying like, and then later she brings it up again do I need to r- remind you that I was blessed yeah. <laughs> but they're all drinking wine I, I love them she's like I want to see one of them she's like she's no, like you can don't. I meet one yeah and then when she goes just everything she says is so quotable and she has the best voice for it when she's like I don't want people to think that this is a condo in Overland Park, Kansas. I want people to think that this is a condo in Guatemala. Yeah. 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 And then also I wrote down, um, I know a lot about it because my cu- my <laughs> my cousin's best friend from college has your same thing. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, same. Yeah. Um, I thought it was of... so genuine when Tony was, um, when, when Tara is like upset about her and Max not having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a big storyline this first six yeah. episodes. Yeah, Tara and Max can't get it up. Um, and Showtime lets you know that butts and boobs and everything... I actually always have the worst time showing people the pilot, the pilot to this show because there's so much sex yeah. and so many butts that are just not there for like the rest of the show. I really? just realized, though, I don't think Tony's boobs show up in these first six episodes. No. No, just they don't. Cleavage. But her nipple does. Well, and there's a scene Charmaine's where she... Nipples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a scene where Tara and Max are lying side by side in bed and both of them, like, only their right nipple is poking through their shirts. Oh and I was God. like, that's marriage. That's marriage. <laughs> marriage I know, story. I notice it every time. 
uh, yeah, there's just so much like her taking off her underwear and oh, when she's like, I he's like, where's your oh uh, somebody your forgot pants? their pants. I prefer to think of it as remembering my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Worst best line, and um when she, I, uh, what was I gonna say? There's just so many sex scenes or almost sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he doesn't fuck the altars. But he wanted to. I don't know he why. Used to, actually. I, 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 tea. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why that was ever, like, a question, also. I feel like that's a real, like, 2009, like, pre-Me Too kind of thing. type right. thing. Mm-hmm. No, just in the sense that it's, like, she's not conscious. She's not there, yeah. yeah. Like, what are you, like, why would but you ever? Exactly. Yeah. I think maybe the wiggle room with that is that, like, T doesn't really exist as an actual person. Yeah. Because she's not, like... A legal person, she's just part of Tara, so yeah. that's probably what they were going for. But then, obviously, the fact that yeah, he thinks, doesn't do it, yeah, and then T thinks that well, well and like everybody thinks he does, though. I mean, Neil, we haven't talked about yet, Neil, um, oh. Patton Oswald, oh, Pat his Oswald. best friend, Max's best friend, yeah, is like, You're a, you live with a buffet of sex, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patton Oswald, who I'm not another character I'm who not gets sh- much better as the show goes on, gets yes. much better as the show goes on. Not sure if at this point he has ever met Tara. Because yeah. there's a scene, there's a scene where he says like, if you and Alice have a baby, then that baby's real, right? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's met because he's slept with Charmaine before. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. and that's um, up again. Okay, what I love in the episode of uh, the Charmaine's birthday episode oh, is so when weird. when um, Neil shows up with the bubble bath for Charmaine. Yeah. it's such a perfect moment when he hands it to her. She like really loves it. Yeah, like it's a really genuine moment of her like really adoring it. But mm-hmm. she's so mean. She's such a mean gift opener though. Otherwise, oh my god. What's next? Like <laughs> I hate her in that moment. That's the only time I like actually hate Charmaine because yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with you? When she's mean to Marshall. Yeah, yeah. But then later she's whatever. But yeah. Um, I want to talk. Let's finish talking about um. Tiffany St. John real quick okay. because oh. I also want to say when they're all drinking wine and it's funny to me that like she Tara's new friend is um is Charmaine is A Charmaine's boss and B that they made her the worst employee because she <laughs> can never sell anything mm. and then Tiffany kind of hates Charmaine she does yeah. and then she like when they go when they're talking um uh, drinking wine talking about Tara and like whatever then Charmaine's like ah she got Raped at boarding school and like, why does it always have to be um, electrogenital torture? Can I get an electrogenital torture at Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best line. And then so, um, they basically gimme later. We find out. Spoiler yeah. alert. But um, breaks into Tiffany's house. None of them are aware of gimme at all at this Mm-mm. point. Yeah. Um, and writes die yuppie cunt on the mural with an exact donut. Yes, and Tiffany yeah. gives a restraining order for Tara, and then her and Charmaine bond over playing patty cake. Yeah, yeah. that was a cute. And the song. rocks, the rocks song. that Tiffany has in her bowl. Believe you always pick the one you need. <laughs> yeah, what does Tara say? A believe, oh, and yeah. then Charmaine's is like for joy, <laughs> <laughs> and Charmaine's just like chucks it. I know, I love that. Yeah, the good closure to that storyline. Um, let's see what else. Okay. Oh, I do like um, the wardrobe for this TV show. I don't know yeah. why I was watching. I was like, is this set in two thousand and six? Because I just I was like the juicy couture, velour mm. sweatsuit on oh Charmaine, the like hot topic attire, yes. like Katie's like or Kate's boyfriend Ben, and like oh my god, and his new girlfriend in the party. Yeah, Hilarious. like a giant anime tutu. Like she's space she's buns. wearing like like. What's that thing that like old like Victorian women would Bustles? wear under their skirts oh, a hoop to make skirt. them, like yeah. yeah she's wearing like a hoop skirt and it's like far away in the frame too yeah, yeah. you just see her yeah. in the back I love um I I think I will tell you something about that I think um coming growing up in like Colorado um a lot of like trends I think probably actually they start like here yeah they start on the west coast and the east coast. And then trickle a little bit slower into the Midwest oh. and West, like clothing stuff. I would imagine because I really do think that the anime goth thing was later here or there. Yeah. Um, then because also I visited Denver again last year and, or this past this year, 
and I saw some goths. And I haven't seen some real goths in a minute. Mm. But they're still there. Wow. So I think maybe that that's what you're getting is this like Midwestern like, like delay. little bit delay yeah. in this show. But it's also heightened because of the characters are kind of extreme. But yeah. Yeah. That's probably I mean, what I was. appreciated it. I was like, it's oh great. my god. Charmaine's, Charmaine's outfits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her sweatsuit. Her boobs are just always like okay. upright. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the boobs. <laughs> um, should we talk about the parents episode? Or should we talk about the um the party oh orban t so i think uh t runs away episode and then we have the parents yeah visiting we can yeah. talk about both what what should, what is more interesting um i like when t runs away yeah um i also like the peppermint peppermint schnapps they like, have a, oh you smell like toothpaste i think oh the house party is more <laughs> interesting so great. Yeah. they have the house party because he wants jason to come marshall wants jason to come mm-hmm. to it and uh Hosting a party in the hopes that one specific person will show up is such a reality. Been there. Yeah, and then Marshall is like, it's it's going to be, like, you know, classy, sophisticated. <laughs> like, I've prepped this out. And he, like, kept all, like, the holiday, like, alcoholic oh, yeah. beverages. That's, like, kind of genius, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a Diablo Cody. Like, you know, she's done that. Yeah, uh, for sure. And then Gene Stewart shows up wanting to end by his oh. beer for them. So I just love that Charmaine's running around the party trying to kick everyone out, but yeah. like no, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> and especially Kate, she's like, oh, I hi. love Jean Stewart like mansplaining parties to Charmaine, going, I don't know if you're familiar with the phrase "those who work hard play hard." <laughs> that's what Kate's doing here. Oh, that's what it was. She's in the car with him after that. She goes, "Nice cup," which you don't see, and he goes, "Yeah, it's one of my inventions." <laughs> Oh, but then um, I love how they're all just like, well, they, first of all, it's T is there. So when they bring her back, um, they're all cleaning up the party together. Like, mm-hmm. it's no big deal. And, like, Marshall's wasted. Kate's probably wasted. Charmaine, no one cares. And T's just running around. Marshall like, spots T and says, could you write die yuppie cunt for me on this napkin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the fridge magnets in the background of that scene wrote, said, mother is not me. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I also love rewatching shows where I know it so well that I just can focus on like yeah, small things. Um, there was a part where Marshall was like, um, "Like I, I want to go on like a boat party or go on Woody Allen's <gasps> yacht, yeah, yes. and like something with Noel Coward." And I was like, "Oh, I know this like type of person too well." <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, he's God. kind of insufferable. Absolutely, but like, but in a sweet way. Yeah, in a sweet yeah. way. Yeah. Um, really random, but inconsistency. At one point, Max calls Tara Tara. Oh yeah, and I'm like, is this the first scene you shot? <laughs> the entire <laughs> they all show? call, in, in, and in the birthday scene, Charmaine calls her Tara. What oh yeah, is yeah. There's also um what something that happened in the pilot that I never got to point out is when Kate arrives home, she's calling for people, and she go and she's like, Mom, Dad, Estonian cleaning lady. Oh yeah. Who never comes? Why do they need a cleaning lady? I think Tara that never leaves the house. In my mind, True. In, in my mind, Diablo Cody started writing this pilot, and she was like, "Maybe they're rich, maybe they're working class. Yeah. I'll figure it out later." And well, yeah, Max is a landscaper, so I guess the money is kind of flux a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, probably because she also is works on commission as well. Yeah, as an yeah, artist, she's freelance. And what's his name? John John Cole. John Corbett. Corbett. Yeah, it's like wow, he was a carpenter for Sex and the City. Oh, yeah. Oh, and now yeah. he's a landscaper. I'm like, that type. Yeah. Big, broad-shouldered man. So the wideness of his shoulders, it's, really. Yeah. Um, so in that episode... Oh, Marshall really snaps on yes. T. Yes. Oh, he, yeah. like, full-on yells at her. It's like, which yeah. one is my mother? Super weird choice, because he does... Well, no, he has an anger problem. He, he does. They throw that in a yeah. few times. By season three, he's actually so mean. Yeah. I hate Marshall in season three. But he is 16, so I guess he's that. Yeah, he's just angsty. Yeah. Season yeah. three fully brings me to tears. I, it's so, each season is of this show is a different genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I swear to God. Season three is a horror movie. Yeah. Season two is like, perfect. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the genre is. Season one and two are similar. Season three is just season one crazy. is yeah. season one is Australian. Season two um, is like pretty solid dramedy. Season one is a sixth sense. Season two is Little Miss Sunshine, and season three is Hereditary. True. Yes. There we go. True. We solved it. 
Um, Podcast over. <laughs> I like in the uh, in the parents episode when Charmaine has her breakdown at her own birthday party and Perfect. she says like I want a nice house and I want a great fucking boyfriend but instead I'm stuck with bees and shows everybody uh, her botched boob job. They are, literally her nipples are facing different directions. <laughs> her boobs are so far apart and close up. And then one nipple's up all the way yeah. and then one nipple's like all the way down. Their mom, uh, Tara and Charmaine's mom says. Well, don't just sit there, Frank. <laughs> Write her a check. <laughs> and they're so, so good, too, the parents. They're the parents are assholes. so perfectly terrible. But, like, and it's Leslie Nope's mom. Yes. Are, mm. is she, what other things does she play? Is it just Leslie um, Nope's mom and Tara's mom? Because she's perfect yeah, at it. I think that's it. I always mix her up with um, Lena Dunham's mom on Girls, mm. who was the waitress in um, The Night Listener. Oh, oh yeah, Becky Ann Baker. Yeah. She's also the judge on Big Little Lies season two. Yeah, she was, and she's um, the mom in Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, she's good. Long yeah. career. Good for her. Not Tara's mom. No. <laughs> what is her name? Uh, I don't know. Her actor name. Uh, name of actor. Tara's mom. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> I love the gimme reveal in episode six. Yes. So much so that I kind of wish that I could, like, eternal sunshine my own memories of this show just to rewatch that for the first time. No kidding. It's so... Oh, her name's Pamela Reed, by the way. Yes. Um, so the parents want to take the... Tara's parents want to take the kids because they think she's unhinged, which actually is based on the fact that she beat up a student. So that yeah. does yeah. play but, a factor. Yeah. Um, they also think... Well, the whole first six episodes, you think Marshall's wedding to bed. And yeah. you think that... And then they think that... Wait, do you think Gimme was wedding Marshall's bed? Yeah, that's the whole point. I never made that connection. Yeah, because Frank Crane, their dad... Why is Kimmy wedding Marshall's bed? Gimme's crouching over Marshall in the middle of the night and peeing Pee. on him. Oh my god. Did you never... Maybe they, maybe, maybe they should live with their grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then, um, then Tara's dad wets... The futon. Yeah. I assumed that they were unrelated. I love that. I love that journey oh. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that because it's the best, like, like read that Max does at, when they're leaving in their RV. Yes. And he's like, how are you going to... Take care of somebody else when you can't take care of yourself. About the sheets. But Max, it, it's also funny because Max knows that t- Gimme. That it's it. Gimme. Mm, but yeah. Max is the only one who knows of Gimme's existence at this point. Because mm-hmm. he witnesses... We should describe Gimme. Gimme is just a She's... feral Tara wearing a red poncho and <laughs> crouching. Gimme's so perfect. And earlier on, Alice, like, wipes Gimme's name off the wall. Yes. It's, like, in Sharpie. So Alice fully knows about Gimme. Alice Was that earlier in the season? Yeah, it's, like, right after Alice is introduced. Yeah. Sure. It's, like, episode two After she three. wakes yeah. up with Max, um, she goes to the bathroom and wipes Gimme off the wall. And then okay. immediately turns back into Tara. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Gimme can write the word Gimme. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to rewatch after this because Gimme, oh, is just more Gimme. I stuff. can't believe we're not recording the next Tara episode for another month. Do you want to tell everyone about how I used to turn into Gimme in college? <laughs> I want to know. Sometimes in like okay, so in our sophomore year of college, this is right after I watched the show. Yeah, I watched the show like summer before sophomore year. Jake watched the show right after me. And we came into our fall semester of sophomore year with this new, like, catalog of things that the two of us could reference between each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Jake would put on a red poncho and just run around my dorm <laughs> pretending to be Gimme and just, like, knocking yeah. shit over. Which yeah. Gina Casali lived for. And um, she did it, too. She's an agent of chaos. One time I went to Midnight Express. One time we all went Gimme. to Midnight Express. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, we no. were dressed as altars. Yeah. yeah, no, Jake was dressed as Gimme. Mm. Gina was Buck. Uh, I was Shoshana, Tara's therapist in season two. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we just got fries. Yeah. Cute. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of time on our hands, apparently. Um, we really did. We had nothing to do in Halloween. Halloween. We just did But that. also how, you know, influential this show was of for you all. Oh, I um, also was Gimme for Halloween briefly. You were. Um... <laughs> I was Buck for Halloween. I've been Buck like for Halloween multiple yeah. times. Has any other has people been like, oh, like who are you? It's not people a ask fully me realized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wear a plaid shirt. And a it's cap. literally just me wearing. <laughs> Honestly, 
And they, now that you have glasses, it's cost- even less like... <laughs> the costume devolved from being Buck to just being Luke from Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same thing. I would love to do Gilmore a full Girl. Tara group costume someday, though. Yes. You could be Charmaine. You could wear, like, juicy... Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tape, like, weird nipples to yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a look. Gosh. Yeah. I yeah. did like the intro of the storybook pop-up. Oh, yes. that was really cute. Song. Yeah. Literally makes me weep. Yeah. This theme song. Yeah. And then in season three, they when they it. take it away and just do the black title card, it's like that. that... <laughs> you heard it, it here. I said it. It's like, that's how you know. That's how you know it's a horror movie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open up the sky. Should we sing it? <laughs> you no. can. This mess. That should have been the cold open. I should have done. We'll do it. I next sing time. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not on Spotify. I don't think this song exists. I really want to listen to it all the time though. I, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I should just. Also, Steven Spielberg is an executive yeah. producer. Oh yeah. And I Alexa was like... Young, Jung, Jung. Oh really? What? Is that the same one? Alexa Jung. How do you say it? I don't know. Jung. She's like um famous, but she like writes episodes of this show. I don't know if it's the same one I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah. But yeah, Steven Spielberg. I love it when I realize that an episode that, like, a writer on a show that I like also wrote other episodes of other shows that I like. Mm. Oh my god, Alexa Young wrote um, episodes of Friends, at least one episode of United States of Terror, and Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch Has a Glitch. Ooh. Ooh, this is like um, This is like how Shonda Rhimes wrote Princess Diaries, too. And no, she did it. And yeah, Crossroads. she did. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. For Shonda. Yeah. Um, Jane Espenson wrote for Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Gilmore Girls. And Marty Noxon wrote for Gilmore Girls and um, Jane the Virgin. Wow. And obviously all the writers on like every Mike Schur show just like write for oh, each for other sure. shows. Mm-hmm. Like Good Place Parks and Rec. Yeah. 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 Um, Do we have any stray observations before we move on to awards? That was pretty succinct. I think Mm-hmm. We did a good job. I was a little intimidated because there's so much yeah. to talk about. Oh, this show Loki inspired me to get an IUD because Tara mm. had an IUD. Yeah, Alice calls it Satan's tree. <laughs> and she calls tampons sin missiles. Yeah. She yeah. wanted to wash Kate's mouth out with soap. Oh, that's Like a fun she scene. literally did. Or, You're yeah. guarding your flower. Also, though, <laughs> what the fuck was Kate doing? Like standing in a public um, restaurant bathroom a with girl her mom's who altar. Sucks and box. Xan has no backdoor china. Also, yeah, Diablo Cody loves anal. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is a fact. <laughs> we should get her on the podcast. What's she doing I, these days? I, I was, I've been th- watching I'll this. I'll DM like, her. I think I really tweeted. I was like, Oh, what? Tony Collette never answered my DM. Do you think if you have an extensive IMDb, you're ever just like in bed scrolling through your own? And like editing it? Yourself. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I've tried Changes to. Changes your relationships. I've tried to do. I've tried to like. I'll edit um, Beyonce's Wikipedia page. Really? It just never worked. I don't know how to do it. I've tried. Like to give myself one. Diablo oh, really? Cody is not on Twitter. Twitter. Well, I haven't actually tried to give myself on... one, but I've wondered if I could. Because my you high school can. has a page, so I feel or like and you like can link or like it. Marymount. Oh, you know, you. Can, like, I don't want to be affiliated. Well, with well, you're gonna be. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be on Wikipedia at least. Diablo Cody is nowhere to be found on, like, any (laughs) social media. Come on, they don't need more alumni. I cannot find Diablo Cody. Where did she go? Diablo Cody, if you're listening to this, um, please reach out. Yeah. Please write another movie for Tony to be in or something. And cast all three of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I I was wondering, do you think Tony knows this is, like, her best work? Because I don't know if it is, if you think it is, but I truly think... I think it is. It's some of her best acting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she won an Emmy for the first season. Yeah. She did. I wonder what episode they submitted. I always her. think about your yeah. impression of her um, thanking Rosemary DeWitt. Rosemary DeWitt, Keir Gilchrist, Brie Larson. <laughs> I guess you watch her. We should post her acceptance speech when we, yes. when we post about this. Oh, a moment that I love um, is when Jason is telling Marshall about how like the theater at their high school is lame and Marshall just goes, oh, so gay, right? <laughs> so gay, right? So weird. Yeah. I love this show. Okay. Uh, do awards? Let's do awards. 
Here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to each thing that we watch, first of which is best prop. So, Victoria, what was your best prop? The lipstick, Alice's lipstick. What is it? Fucking Moonfire. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, I'm forgetting the shade, but it's her shade. Oh, it's really, yeah. Yeah. I know that Tara has a lipstick called Orgasm. That's a blush. It's a blush. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Which is a real thing. On another show I was recently watching, I no, totally lip, forgot. No, lipstick and blushes always have, like... Orgasm. The most <clears throat> sexual names. Really? Yeah. Uh, what was yours, Jake? My best prop is... Um, Tiffany St. John's stemless goblets. <laughs> yes, stemless goblets, so modern, right? <laughs> like her second line. Yeah. Um, my best prop is the 911 hat. Shout out also to Charmaine's nipples. Yeah. Yes. True. <laughs> we cannot let them go unnoticed. That editing. Uh, and Victoria, what was your best Tony moment? This is so hard. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Can I pass right now? Yes. Okay. Jake. Mine's going to be weird because um, I'm probably going to save. I don't know. I couldn't pick one, but yeah. I'm just going to go with T dan- doing Dance Dance Revolution. Mm. <laughs> Full 200% commitment. <laughs> but it's also kind of a John Corbett moment because they enter the room. First of all, in the subtitle said electronic dance music. As, they, <laughs> as Charmaine looks EDM. horrified at Terry Dancing and Max just goes, my bitch is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Diablo was on something. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, any tea moment is pretty great. Yeah. Um, my best Tony moment. I I thought that somebody else would do Buck saying I will fuck you sideways, so I tried to <laughs> come up with something else. But uh, I wrote just a tiny... Um, moment when Tara's parents say that they want the kids to come live with them and Tara is just like shocked and horrified Mm -hmm. uh I thought that that was played really well by Tony because it is that sort of thing that like um every like everybody else kind of knows about it except for her and she plays that realization very well and that's always happening to her too yeah because she's always losing time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah do you have a moment I would say the patty cake with Charmaine oh, and they're, so she's good. going too fast and Charmaine's like fuck you you're going too fast and, and she's like going, a lollipop in her yeah, yeah. And that was really sweet okay uh, and next we have a custom award that can go to anyone for anything uh, mine was best physical acting goes to John Corbett for two moments in particular there's one moment where um, T says nice boner and he looks down before saying I don't have one and then, <laughs> And then um, when Buck shows up and Max is so terrified and he tries to like not break eye contact with Buck while reaching for the phone and he like drops the phone and his hand is sort of like fumbling around looking for it while he stares Buck straight in the eyes. (laughs) Every time I think it's the greatest thing. I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. To go back. Um, Oh, is it my turn? anybody's turn. Oh, um, I'm gonna go with the, um, what's it called? The Best Insults Award for Mm -hmm. when Kate and Marshall are coming up with things to insult Kate's ex's new girlfriend or whatever, and I didn't write all of them down, but (laughs) Marshall just goes, motherfucking (laughs) cocksucking cunt blossom, (laughs) and then Jason arrives, like, (laughs) right what else do they call her though? There's it's like, like I, I just Doge Morbin. Marshall keeps saying really civilized things. Yeah. Kate yeah. keeps saying really like immature things. Like Kate will be like strumpet and oh, Kate yeah. will be like sugar hole. Sugar hole. <laughs> yeah. I hope her like cast or the character was cast was named Sugar Hole <laughs> for the girlfriend. I hope these were the I know that it's not because it's like episode five, but I wish that those were the sides that the actors had to read oh, to get yeah. cast. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I was looking up United States of Terror one time on YouTube and I saw some like young actors self tape for the role of Marshall. Really? It turns out, it turns out the Marshall actors were asked to read um, the scene where T um, is eating pudding. And then Charmaine uh, comes and is like, it's a crisis. And Marshall's oh, like, it's not a crisis. It's like the first scene. Yeah. Mm. And she's like, she's putting her finger in the in the pudding, and they're so like, her gross. and Kate are just like giggling, and just Marshall's just sort of like, oh, yeah, just scoffing. We like it when tea comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, T 
tea going in the shed. I like, I'm honestly, I like when they like all send her to the shed because like mm-hmm. T does not want to go and like, I don't want T to go to the fucking shed. I think T is really cool and they need to give her some more credit. <laughs> so is your award specifically given to T? Absolutely. My the T award, award for T. The T award for T. <laughs> <laughs> she needs more respect. And it's weird because they don't like send the other ones to any place mm. to get rid of them. Oh yeah. It's like T exclusive. Yeah. And like she goes to the shed and yeah, like. actually like T creates the most problems when it's clearly Buck. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Buck comes out the least. Yeah, that makes sense. Also weird how in later seasons Buck <clears throat> is kind of established as um like the protector altar. Yeah. Like I he think that Terrace like Hagrid. Yeah. Ter- therapist says like you created Buck as a protector and in season 1 he's genuinely just, just well an alt right like yeah. A yeah. menace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like when they're sh- we haven't mentioned the it was your cover <gasps> photo for a while but Yes. They're shooting. It's like a cutaway clip. Max says, you can't go shooting without us. That's our guy activity. It cuts to Max and Buck at a shooting range while Marshall is sitting on a stool reading Valley of the Doll. Yeah. <laughs> also in the shooting booth or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my sister's Facebook cover photo for a while was a screenshot of season two after Charmaine gives birth to her baby, That's Wheels. Um, and Marshall sees the baby in the hospital and just goes... Thank you, God, for making me gay. Oh, yeah, I loved that. I love that line. Yeah. Getting a phone call. Yeah, Marshall playing on air. Marshall playing Thelonious Monk. (gasps) That, I don't know, like, yeah. I'm not going to answer. She can hang up. She hung up. Okay. Okay, um, and now we move on to our next segment. Is it better than Blue Burger? Jake, your favorite movie we've covered so far has been Hey, Hey, It's Esther Blue Burger. How does this measure up? It is better, but is it, it's a TV show, though. Hmm. So what should we do? Because also nothing's going to be better than United States of Terra. That's true. To me. Yeah. Maybe Krampus? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay, this is the... Is it better than Esther? No. <gasps> okay. I don't know. We'll figure oh. it out later on, off camera. You the off mic. Sorry, guys. We did not think about this. <laughs> ahead of time this is also coming out like out of order from the other episodes oh true what if something's better well soon? this is stressing me out no let's move on to plugs <laughs> let's do plugs please for the love of god plugs uh we're going to link to everybody's twitters and instagrams and stuff in the show notes but does anybody else have anything miscellaneous that they want to plug i'm working on a archival collage hair zine that is coming out in march cool cool there's going to be a release party but, like, not really a party, like a rager, but it's like there'll be wine and food. And that's then, a party. Yeah. And that's a party. Good vibes. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. That's Love all. Love that. Cool. I am um, yeah. hosting trivia every Monday at 8.30 at DTUT. Oh, my God. Side. I love that place. Yeah? Oh, yeah. my God. You want to do, right do right trivia? Do you know, right do you know ja- okay, there's, like, the lead singer of Japanese Breakfast. She did a DJ. I know. She, yeah, she did a DJ set yeah. over there. Yeah, uh, Brandon, my boyfriend's the manager. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have good hot chocolate. Maybe I'll come. Yeah, sure. It's so Yeah. Nice. Cool. cool. I just started. This is my second week doing it. How do you like it? It's fun. It's Are fun. the people nice? Yeah, I mean, everyone who came last Be week honest. was, like, my friends. Okay, that's good. Okay. <laughs> so, there was, like, a pause. Maybe I'll get a a, a second wind. But, uh, yeah, come right. to that if you listen and you live in New York. <laughs> um, and you can still watch Friend Zoned on Starable. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. You can still watch Hard Feelings mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. YouTube. And besides that... You can still... Come to our improv shows occasionally. You can still come to our improv shows. Follow our improv team on Instagram. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.